SEO is AO. Welcome to the show, Tim Solo. Nice, thank you. And it nice rhymes. Brilliant. <laughs> Sorry, what's your real name, Tim Solo? Oh, my real name, well, the first name is Artem. Mm -hmm. And in Ukraine, we often actually shorten Artem to Tim, so uh, it's kind of connected. But my last name is Mohilevsky. Mm -hmm. So my my last name, the the pen name, the the name that I'm using online is different. So I I kind of made made it simple, yeah. Uh, so that people would be easier to understand. But I figured that guys like Gary Weiner Chuck, they managed to to make people memorize their last name or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've heard the story that when Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to like go to Hollywood and apply for movies. Uh, the directors or like uh, screenwriters were saying like no like how do you see your last name written all on the billboards no one would be able to yeah. read that arnold schwarzenegger but yeah still i figured that uh I, i'd rather make it easier for people that's why i i went after well, a pen name i'm very glad you made it easy because then i could just sing it and i didn't have to think about it before <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, you were talking today about keyword keyword research yes. and, and the the misconceptions we have about it and you were just chatting to me about long tail yes do tell me that I, I, i find that incredibly interesting yeah so we started from uh, talking about the long tail keywords and they see a problem with some of the definitions that i see online whenever you google for long tail keywords or what are long tail keywords and check out the articles that uh, define what it is uh, some of them say that long tail keywords are simply longer keywords which yeah. means they contain more words in them which is incorrect because the term long tail it comes from the so-called long tail of search demand mm -hmm. meaning if you plot all existing search queries uh, on a graph you'll have the head uh, just a few search queries that have huge search volume yep. and then a very long tail of a lot of a lot of different keywords there are a lot of them but each of them has uh, very low search volume this yep. is where long tail comes from so by definition long tail keywords are those that have little search traffic and we tend to imagine that it's the long ones because people can't be bothered yeah. typing long yeah yeah usually usually we imagine that uh, whenever the keyword has more words in it uh, it has little search volume but this is not true because at hrefs we have our keyword database that powers our keyword research tool and when we plotted uh, the database and we, when we researched we wanted to know are there any keywords that contain a lot of words in mm. them and at the same time they have search volume as well as the other way around and what are some examples oh you yeah well it's a tough question but actually if you if you uh, try keywords like lose weight how to lose weight and how to lose weight fast i think one of them like how to lose weight is actually more popular than lose weight Okay, great. Okay. Yeah, so lose weight is shorter, but how to lose weight is more popular. So are we tending to look at questions, uh, how, when, what, where, rather than, I mean, i.e. people will formulate a question and will tend to formulate questions longer. Once they've written how, then they will tend to write a whole sentence. Is that a reasonable assumption or am I... Uh, To be honest, I, I, I cannot tell you specifically, ah. but for example, for, for unpopular kind of one word search queries. Oh, go on. Uh, sometimes people just, for example, when you're checking out the uh, 
uh, error messages on, uh, I don't know, your washing machine, mm -hmm. and there is some like peculiar code, and you would put that code yeah. into Google, <laughs> that's that's a one-word keyword that doesn't have a lot of search volume because not too many people have this specific type of washing machine, mm -hmm. and not too many people would like find that code and put it into Google. So yeah, the examples are like are totally random. Sometimes questions get a lot of search mm -hmm. uh, search volume. Sometimes <clears throat> they don't. So yeah, like the general idea is. If the keyword is long, mm. it doesn't mean that it is not popular, as well as the other way around. If the keyword is short, it doesn't mean that it's very popular. Okay. No, no, no. So basically, it's, it's forget your assumption, check it out. Yes. Properly. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, yes. And have you got a list of all that on Ahrefs? Yeah, I have uh, I have published an article. So I, actually, I think if you search for long tail keywords mm. in Google, I think my article Shouldn't should I be... search for how do I figure out how long word... <laughs> long keyword tail things work like a very long one. Then, then yeah, you can, you can have a high volume. You you can try searching for that as well. But yeah, the the uh, what I'm trying to say is that I have an article about long tail keywords, mm. and if you if you search in Google for long tail keywords, you'll probably find that article published on a chef's blog. Okay, so check it out. Because and you're already good at SEO, and you've got to the top. <laughs> yes, yes, and because that's a nice article with uh, some backlinks to it, because people have referenced our research. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you do your keyword research for that article? <laughs> yes, I did for sure. <laughs> I I also optimized the page to make sure I will rank for long tail. Did you keywords. use schema markup? No. Uh, Okay, there you go. There you go. So later on, I'll be talking about okay. the content recipe, and part of it is schema markup. Sure. Um, but I think I think I'll be talking about the content recipe. But you can probably tell me more about it, and I'll be able to tell everyone this afternoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you were also saying uh, I, I saw and I heard this fact the other day, or fact this this figure the other day is ninety percent of blog articles or content on the web don't get any visits from Google. Yes. Can you expand yes. on that? So we have this tool in Ahrefs, it's called Content Explorer. And basically it's it's a search engine, but for the search engine, we're not using the entire web that we're crawling, but we only uh, add pages to the database of Content Explorer if we uh, quote unquote identify them yeah. as content, which means that uh, there's a lot of text on the page, that it's not home page, that it's not category page, blah, blah, blah. We use a few factors to identify if the page is content. So we have that content database of 1 billion pages. And it was quite easy to study how many of those pages in our content database mm -hmm. are actually getting search traffic from Google, which means that they're ranking at least for like a few keywords and getting okay. clicks from those few keywords. And what we discovered is that over 90%, I think to be precise, it's 90.98 or something like this, 90% uh, of all pages in our content database get zero search traffic from Google, which means that first, people are not optimizing their pages. Second, people are not writing about topics that other people want to look for in the first place because uh, I might publish an article on what I had today for breakfast, but no one is searching for like what team had uh, for breakfast on 6th of May or it's 7th of May today. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, and the final one is people fail to get backlinks to their content. Yep. Uh, and this is why they don't get search. But anyway, the bottom line, 90% of content doesn't get search traffic. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that figure surprised me when I heard it. But, but at the same time, I do realize we're, we're, we're all, or a lot of us are very lazy about it. And what I found with my clients, or one of them's got 600 articles of which only 20 get any decent traffic. Uh, and what's happening is that the content producer is just saying to the boss, I've produced all this content, so I've done my job. Uh, yes. And yeah, is, is there a, a way that we can maybe educate these people? Because I mean, when I turn up, they're, they're defending that corner desperately because they're getting paid to write content and that's what they're aiming to do. 
actually the the reason why we studied that is exactly to uh, attract some attention to the fact that a lot of content is being created without the goal of getting found mm. yes you might have an audience of your own mm. for example i don't know guys like tim ferris he might publish an article on any topic he wants whether people search for it in google or not and there will be a huge audience of people who follow him who mm. will read that article so even though his article won't rank in google for anything because mm. it doesn't cover any topic that people would search for he still gets value but you would have tagged that as being a no traffic article. yes yes so because we, yeah, yes we only looked at search traffic we okay. only look at traffic that that comes from google whenever people purposefully are searching for something but for, for a lot of businesses, they don't have the kind of audience and reach of guys like Tim Ferriss. Yeah. So, and again, if you're a business, you cannot just rely on your audience because if you're only publishing articles for the sake of showing them to your existing audience, you're not getting new business. If you want to get new business, you have to attract new people to your website. Yeah. And arguably the best way to attract new people to your website is to rank in Google because every single day, every single month, new people will search for the same thing. So yeah. every single day, someone new is searching for, I don't know, how to lose weight, how to fix my chair or like whatever. And you can get a constant stream of customers by ranking Google. Yeah, you keep using the example of how to lose weight. You don't look like you need to lose weight. <laughs> Whereas I think I probably do a little bit. So I'm gonna go and look that up right after this, this interview. <laughs> no, I'll look up how to lose weight very fast yeah. when I'm in Sydney, Australia. Okay, very long term. Yeah, and that is long tail, isn't long it? Because tail, that's yeah. very specific with Sydney, Australia. Well, again, to to be uh, to say for sure, we need to check the search volume Brilliant. because who knows? Maybe a lot of people in Sydney, Australia, are actually typing this thing, and the search volume is high. But I'd guess that yeah, it's not a very popular search query. No, I guess it isn't as well. So what else were you saying about? Um, yeah, search? another interesting misconception is that a lot of people believe that the page that ranks number one in Google yeah. is also the one getting the most search traffic. Well, if you look at it, uh, if you talk about the traffic from a specific keyword, so let's continue with how to lose weight. If, the, <laughs> if, you, if you want to get traffic from the keyword how to lose weight and you rank number one, you're going to get the most clicks from that individual keyword. And the page that ranks number two will get a little less, the page mm -hmm. number three will, like there were a lot of studies on the click-through rate of the top 10 search results. And everyone knows that there's that CTR curve and it goes down the lower mm -hmm. you rank, the less clicks you get. But yeah, I think we all have that in our mind. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, but pages, they don't rank for just a single keyword they would also rank for all sorts of variations. So like we discussed how to lose weight, how to lose weight fast, how to lose weight uh, in Sydney, personal training, like blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So uh, the, like if you look at the total search traffic coming to those pages, and again, if you look the top 10 search results for how to lose weight, the total search traffic to those top ranking pages is not in descending order, like the clicks from that keyword. So the total traffic of the number, the page that ranks number three might be higher than the page that ranks number one. And it is easy to explain because like the page that is ranking number one, it can have a very short article only like answering the question mm. how to lose weight. But the page that is ranking number three might be a like detailed research post, post that touches upon personal training, diet, supplements, mm. etc. So it would also attract long tail keyword variations for all those other topics that are covered on the page. And actually there's also 
uh, and this authority signal. So the more links you have, uh, the more Google wants to put you for more different keyword variations. And finally, there's also searcher intent. So the the more people enjoy your page, uh, the more Google will show it. And like before you interrupt me, one, one final thing. We actually studied this at scale. Uh, I believe we took uh, 100,000 keywords, pulled the top 10 ranking pages, and studied how often the number one ranking page would get the most the most total search traffic out of the top 10. Mm. 49%. Only roughly in half, half of the cases, the number one ranking page was getting the most traffic in total, oh, okay. which means that even if you don't rank number one, you can still be getting more total search traffic for the topic than the pages that are outranking you. And so this is pushing us towards long-form content and, and super skyscrapers with, with loads and loads and loads of uh, elements to it. That's a very brilliant question because... <laughs> Don't overdo it. <laughs> yeah, because not necessarily. Oh. Not necessarily. I like the answer. So, uh, I think what matters more is searcher intent. Okay. If you're satisfying people, uh, if you're satisfying searches with your page, then Google wants to put your page for more relevant searches because Google sees, like, by, by tracking those behavioral factors, that when they ranked your page for, like, a few other keywords, people enjoyed it. So why don't they try ranking your page for some other keywords? And we actually have, uh, like, a case study on Ahrefs, uh, like, with one of our own pages. So we had a page... Uh, a feature page, like feature description of mm. our backlink checker tool. Uh, and basically, when, whenever people landed on that page by searching for backlink checker or how do I check my backlinks, they landed on our feature page. It explained that we have the functionality, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it invited them to take a seven-day trial for $7. Okay. So people had to click a button, enter their credit card and pay while the pages that were outranking us mm -hmm. were free tools. Okay. So when people land, searched for Backlink Checker and landed on the pages that were outranking us, they saw a free tool and they immediately started using it. Okay. While with our page, we were asking them to take a trial. So our Backlink Checker feature page, page never ranked above like position number eight. So what we did, okay. we released our own backlink checker tool. So we didn't create like long form content. No? Okay. We didn't add more backlinks to raise authority, but we nailed the searcher intent so that people uh, searching for backlink checker and coming our page would be immediately satisfied because they would actually see a free tool they can use right away. Yeah. Immediately, our page jumped it's number a new one. Page. This is a new page. Yeah, no, no, same page. Okay. We, we, oh, you just added a free tool yeah, to it. And yes, said, yes, yes. We, we, we almost didn't change any content, like wow. uh, toggled the wording a little bit to represent that it's now a free tool and not just a feature page for, mm -hmm. for the tool that we have in Ahrefs. And the page shot up to number one. It is ranking number one for the past six months. Uh, it never lost a single position even for a day. It consistently ranks number one and it gets loads of traffic. It ranks for all all like relevant searches to checking backlinks. How do I check my backlinks, etc. Yeah, so I'm sorry. So you're, you're, you're saying that user signals are very important, whatever Google might be saying. Yes, they're, yes. They're incredibly and, and they're incredibly effective, incredibly fast. Yes, and that's actually, there's a bad side to it. Oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> so, so I just explained the good side of like nailing the searcher intent when you like give people what they want, they're happy and Google is happy. So Google will send you a lot of traffic because mm. you're satisfying people that are using Google. But on the other side, another problem that we've encountered uh, trying to get search traffic to Ahrefs. So for example, I want to write article about link building. Mm. So I can write 
like amazingly uh, deep detailed uh, article. I can include a lot of research, a lot of graphics, numbers, etc. But then what do people want when they search for link building? Probably they want like magic pill, easy yeah. answer. Yeah. So once someone will give them this magic pill, easy answer, they would rather stay on their page than read my detailed data backed guy, blah, 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 because they will have to spend their time and mental resources to, need my art, to read my article. So what we are seeing is that sometimes the articles that we work, that, that we put a lot of effort in, are being outranked by more simple and easier articles. That, 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 sorry, you've just pointed out something that, that's been bothering me for a long time about all the, the, the foo-far about long-form articles and skyscrapers. Yeah. Is that, is that I can't be bothered reading them. Uh, it's very rare that I actually search for something where I've got the time or the intention to actually read this full-scale, full explanation of everything I want exactly. to know about a topic. Yes. I'm always looking for, or always often looking for short, fast, quick answers that magic pills. Yes, yes. Be it bad magic pills or, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. very simple answers. So, I mean, I would tend to say to my clients, let's make four articles that split this topic into four logical chunks. Or am I overdoing it? Uh, I don't know, it like uh, you need to track your results. If, you, if it is working for you, then you're doing it correctly. If it doesn't work for you, then you need to change your strategy. Okay. But I can talk about the stuff that we're doing at Hrefs. And right now, we're simplifying some of our articles. Okay. So we are removing like unnecessary detail where we think that we're overcomplicating. I, I've recently learned a proper uh, English word when we're convoluting our articles. Really? Yeah. So, so you know more English than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's convoluting. Convoluting. All right. Okay. I think it means like uh, adding a lot of unnecessary uh, oh, stuff. Yeah. You, you were convoluting and now you're simplifying. Yeah. And now we're simplifying and, them. And from, uh, sorry, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cite Mark Twain who said, if I'd had more time, I would have written less. Yes. Which I absolutely love. Because what I find is not only adding too much detail, but we repeat ourselves much yeah. more than we think. I write articles in English and then I translate them to French. And when I translate them to French, I realize that I've repeated myself in yeah. English, despite the fact I try yeah. not to. I think there's also a brilliant quote by Antoine Saint-Exupéry that perfection is achieved is when is not when there's nothing more to add, but nothing less, nothing else to take away. So if there's nothing oh, you can wow. take away... Oh, that's better than mine, darn. Yeah, that, that's, that's perfect. And Perfection is not when there's nothing left to add, but when there's nothing, nothing left to take away. Yes, yes, exactly. Ooh, I'm yeah. going to keep that. This is what we're trying to do right now with HF's blog. We, we discovered that some of our articles are unnecessarily complicated. So we're simplifying them, uh, shortening them, and making sure that we give value to people as fast as possible so okay. that they would stay on our page and so that they would prefer our pages to any other uh, competing pages. Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much, Tim. SEO is AO. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>